Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Pursue Your Spark podcast and welcome to all the new listeners on the show. Today, we're chatting about something super timely. It is the holidays. We are in the heart of the holiday season and a time filled with joy, laughter, and let's be honest, a lot of delicious temptations. But here's the twist. How do we stick to our intermittent fasting goals in the middle of all these festive feasts and social gatherings? It's not just about resisting that extra slice of pie. It's also about handling the friendly nudge from Aunt Linda, who insists you try her famous stuffing. The key is to navigate this period by setting clear goals and developing a resilient mindset. By understanding and planning for the holiday temptations, we can apply effective strategies to stay on track with intermittent fasting, even during the seasonal festivities. It's about embracing the spirit of the holidays while still honoring our commitment to health and wellness instead of navigating a food minefield and not feeling that we're missing out on all of these delicious foods. But fear not, in today's episode, we explore practical strategies and empowering mindset shifts to help you confidently maintain your fasting goals and enjoy the holiday seasons. Let's dive into the five holiday intermittent fasting tips to beat social pressure. Hi, I'm Heike Yates, a fitness and nutrition coach with over 35 years of experience. I'm on a mission to empower women over 50 to reclaim their health, strength, and vibrancy and step into the best version of themselves during this extraordinary phase of life. You're joining an incredible global community of women who have decided to stop dimming their light and ignite their inner spark instead. I'm thrilled to have you with us. On this podcast, I break down complex fitness, nutrition, and mindset concepts into easy, achievable steps that you can incorporate into your life today. No matter where you are, it's never too late to start. I sit down with some truly amazing people who've gone from tough times to great heights and experts who share tips to tackle your challenges. You'll feel supported knowing you're not alone in your journey. It's like having a personal support team in your corner. Together, we're going to change the conversation around aging, break down barriers, and reveal the true power of being over 50. So let's challenge the norms, take action, and say, yes, I can. This is the Pursue Your Spark podcast. Are you ready to revolutionize your health and fitness, especially now that you're in midlife? After dedicating five years to perfecting a unique blend of exercise and nutrition strategies tailored for women in midlife, I've crafted something truly special. And now it's your turn to benefit from these insights. Kickstart 2024 with a bang. I'm thrilled to announce the launch of our exclusive eight-week online group coaching program designed specifically for women in midlife who are ready to take control of their health and fitness journey. 
This is more than just the course. It's a transformational experience that will guide you in crafting a personalized health and fitness routine that resonates with your life and aspirations. Imagine embracing a lifestyle where fitness and health are not just goals, but a joyful part of your daily life. If you're ready to make this meaningful change and want a coach to guide you, then the Pursue Your Spark Blueprint 8-week course is your gateway. Don't let this opportunity slip away. Use the link in the show notes to apply to join the 8-week Pursue Your Spark Blueprint. All applications must be submitted by January 7th. 2024. You know, in the middle of the holiday cheer, many of us face unique pressures. And it's not just about the festive preparations or managing family expectations. It's also the internal conflict that comes with maintaining personal health commitments like intermittent fasting in a season that is all about indulgence or overindulgence. The pressure can manifest in different ways. The number one manifestation is definitely guilt. Feeling guilty for either breaking the fasting routine or not partaking in the festive eating leads to a sense of being caught between a rock and a hard place. And number two is stress. Not the stress that comes with wrapping presents, doing all the shopping, but the stress managing expectations for both your own and others. This could be from family members who don't understand your health choices or internal standards we have set for ourselves. And number three is isolation. Feeling isolated or left out during social gatherings, especially when food like Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, is a central celebration aspect. You may have heard by now that I used to be a bodybuilder. And if not, yes, in my mid-30s, I used to be a bodybuilder. And during those three years as a bodybuilder, the one that gets big muscles, eats really what's called clean, uh, doesn't drink any alcohol, and exercises a lot— I was in the midst of the holiday season. So what is a girl to do? I was invited to a friend's house for a Christmas meal, and I panicked because I didn't want to eat all those foods because it would crush my hard-earned work of getting lean, muscular, buff, and get that six-pack that I used to have back in the days. And so what did I do? I brought Tupperware. I cooked up some chicken. I cooked up my broccoli with nothing on it and uh, a scoop of rice. So a a tablespoonful of rice. And I packed this in my Tupperware and I went to the party. And man, I got to tell you, I'm hardcore. If you've been listening to me, I am hardcore with my goals and the things that I want to achieve. And I wanted to be a bodybuilder standing on stage, posing for the muscles and look my best. So while everybody else ate the delicious food the host had cooked, I sat there with my Tupperware. I felt isolated. I felt that I wanted to eat this, but I had this goal that I really wanted to do. And in my mind, I thought if I eat this meal just one time, all my hard-earned leanness and muscles would disappear, which is, of course, nonsense. 
And we'll talk about this a little bit again uh, in this episode, but I've talked about this before. One meal during the holidays where you splurged a little bit and ate the things that you normally wouldn't eat is not going to crush your goals or will turn you into a tubby or will make you lose all your hard-earned work when it comes to your health and fitness. But I was committed, I was doing it, and um, I was doing it, and I was on stage. But just a little side note here. When I finished my competition each time, what I wanted was the biggest, fattest ice cream that I could find with the most whipped cream. And so I went, every time I went to a restaurant and I had this big fat ice cream with a lot of whipped cream, which of course made me super sick afterwards. But that's just a little side note. But I felt isolated because not only during the holidays, I would not go out to eat with other people because I was afraid that I would screw up my hard earned muscles and leanness. So let's move into number four. You may feel overwhelmed. The sheer overwhelm of navigating several social events can sometimes lead to a temporary abandoning of your health routines. What about your office party? Then your friend has a Christmas party. Then you may throw your own holiday party. And then there are other events that your husband is invited to, and it could be a never-ending celebration. And that is also very overwhelming because you're really trying to stick to your goals and your guns and your intermittent fasting strategies. And this can be hard. But recognizing and validating these feelings is the first step in finding effective strategies to manage them. Nobody expects you to be perfect, and intermittent fasting is flexible, including with those numerous holiday parties that you're invited to. You know, the concept of intermittent fasting is often misunderstood, leading people around you, like friends, family, or coworkers, to inadvertently pressure you to break your routine. You've probably heard things like, Oh, come on, one meal won't hurt. Or, are you sure you should be starving yourself? It is important to approach these situations with tact, but also with firmness. So here are the five holiday fasting tips to beat social pressure. You don't have to do all of them. That can be overwhelming too. But pick one that once you listen to this episode, will be the one that you're going to stick to the guns, which is number one, stick to your guns. First off, remember why you started intermittent fasting. You have your reasons, whether it's weight loss, increased energy, or other health benefits. Whenever faced with social pressure, revisit your motivations to help you stick to your guns. It's okay to decline food offers outside of your eating window politely. How about imagine the situation? Imagine you're a holiday party and your friend offers you a slice of your favorite pie. It looks delicious, but it's outside of your eating window. You remember the reasons why you started intermittent fasting. Perhaps you wanted to manage your weight, improve your energy level, or support your overall health. With these motivations in mind, you smile and you say, thank you, but I'll have to pass this time. 
I've committed to a specific holiday eating schedule, and I'm sticking to it, but I appreciate the offer. You may offer also to take that favorite piece of pie with you because remember, intermittent fasting is not a diet. You could eat the pie, but the choice is yours. This approach allows you to stay true to your goals while also acknowledging the kindness of the offer so your friend does not feel rejected and hurt because she knows it's your favorite pie. And number two is educate without preaching. If people question your choices, offer a brief explanation without diving too deep into the science. Unless they're genuinely interested, understanding the why behind your actions can sometimes silence the critics. Just be sure not to come off as preachy. Nobody likes a sermon at the dinner table. Here's an example of how you might respond in a way that's informative, but not preachy. Your relative, friend, family member says, I noticed you're not eating with us. Is everything okay? Why are you skipping meals? You could answer like this. Thanks for asking. I'm actually following an intermittent fasting schedule. It's a way of eating that aligns with certain times of eating and fasting. I find it helps me feel more energetic and focused. But don't worry, I'm not starving myself. I just shifted when I eat to suit my body's needs better. I'm still enjoying all the delicious food, just at different times. Let me know if you're curious about it. I'd be happy to share more information about intermittent fasting. Now, this response is friendly and open, providing a brief explanation without diving too deep into technical details. It reassures your relative or the person that asked that you're okay and opens the door for further conversation and discussion if they're interested, but it doesn't force the topic on them. They may just be curious about why you're not eating. That's all they want to know. Number three, offer alternatives. Suggest activities that must be included in your social gathering if everything's centered around food. Propose a post-walk meal, a game night, or other non-food-related activities. This helps you stick to your fasting schedule better and encourages healthy habits all around. So you can think of, okay, instead of sitting there eating more pie, I'll go for that post-meal walk or a game night. It doesn't have to be board games. It could be board games, which are fun also, but there's a lot of interactive games that you can play with your family and friends that includes everyone from grandma, grandpa, to the kids. Just Google it and you will find more ideas than you probably need. I also want to point you in the direction of seven effortless ways to sneak in exercise during the holidays. I did an episode on 179 and I leave a link in the show notes for you to listen to it because this came up in other conversations before, so I wanted to make sure you have this resource so you can sneak back in exercise with the ideas that I'm providing for you. And it doesn't mean you have to lie on the floor and do Pilates, although we have done this on occasion too, and it's not very good on a full stomach. Number four, make it a non-issue. If discussing your fasting isn't something you're comfortable with, there's a subtle way to navigate around it. 
You can casually mention that you've already eaten or suggest that you're managing your nutritional needs differently during the holidays. Often the key is to avoid bringing attention to your fasting routine. For instance, if you're at a holiday brunch and someone offers you a plate, you might say, thanks, I had a hearty breakfast earlier, so I'm good for now. This simple statement shifts the focus away from fasting and towards a regular eating pattern, making it easier for others to understand without diving into the specifics of your intermittent fasting routine. And again, that may be all they want to hear. And that's great. No fuss and off you go. Hey, it's Heike. I want to jump in and tell you about a program I'm offering. If you're ready to take control of your life and feel vibrant again, then the Pursue Your Spark Blueprint is for you. It's an eight-week online group coaching program for women in midlife. On this life-changing journey, you'll start a healthy intermittent fasting routine, lose body fat, improve gut health, and boost your energy. And boy, will you feel stronger after the course. With our course, you won't feel like you need to start over each time life gets in the way. Our tailored Pilates and strength training exercises combined with a built-in accountability system will make sure that you build lasting and consistent habits. We're not just about physical transformation. We're here to help you build a confident mindset to make guilt-free, smart health choices. Imagine going mountain biking or fitting into last year's clothing without a hitch. That's the energy and vitality, the Pursue Your Spark Blueprint brings. Ready to prioritize your health? Click the link in the show notes to apply. It's time to invest in yourself because you are worth it. And which brings me to number five, no guilt, no shame. Don't feel guilty or ashamed of your lifestyle choices, especially if they work for you. Social pressure often comes from a place of misunderstanding or in some cases, other people's insecurities about their own habits. Don't let others' opinions derail your progress or shake your confidence. Now let's talk a little bit more about how to overcome those social pressures during the holidays when you're fasting. And I got four strategies for you right here in the episode. It is natural to want to fit in, especially in social settings where food is central to the experience, which is definitely during the holidays. However, check in with yourself and how these situations make you feel is really important. Here are some concrete steps, as I'm always about taking action, to handle social pressure. Number one, prepare your response. Before heading into a social situation, have some prepared answers for common questions and comments you may get. The key is to keep it simple and not overly defensive. For example, I find that intermittent fasting works well for me. That's your response. If somebody asks you about intermittent fasting, number two is we have to set boundaries. Make it clear that your eating habits are not up for debate. It's the holidays. We want to have joy and good conversations and games and play. It's not up for debate. If someone insists on discussing it, politely steer the conversation away. 
you're not obligated to defend your lifestyle choices. And women tend to do that often. We feel guilty, as I mentioned earlier, and then we have a hard time setting boundaries with the people around us as they're shoving the food at us or making snide remarks like, are you starving yourself? Set clear boundaries. Set the boundaries not just for other people, but also for yourself. How much are you willing to dive into the conversation of intermittent fasting and your goals or not? Be clear. Number three is find somebody that's your ally. Sometimes it's so much easier to navigate social situations when you have someone who understands or even shares your perspective. It could be a friend, a family member, uh, or a community online. Anybody that you connect well and that thinks just like you can be a great ally. Can I raise my hand? I can be your ally, so reach out to me. And number four is redirect the conversation. Learn the art of elegantly changing the subject. This doesn't mean you're avoiding the issue. You merely choosing not to engage in a discussion that serves no purpose other than create tension is like talking politics during the holidays. This can be harder than it looks, but I got you and I have some very tactful comebacks to change the subject for you. Let's do, let's go for this. Shift the focus to the person you're speaking with. For example, that's a lovely dish you brought. How did you come up with a recipe? This turns the conversation away from your eating habits and onto something pleasant and engaging. And the other person will appreciate it so much that you actually want to know about the recipe. Redirect the conversation itself. Something like, isn't this a wonderful gathering? How do you know the host? The natu this naturally moves the conversation away from the personal dietary choices to something completely different. So redirecting the event, which is the party, the dinner, and move it away from intermittent fasting. Bring up a neutral but engaging topic. How about, have you seen any good movies lately? Or, I heard you recently went on a trip. I'd love to hear more about it. These topics will likely capture the person's interest and shift the focus away, again, from picking on you about your intermittent fasting, eating habits and style. Or you could offer a compliment. I really admired your dress. Where did you find it? People generally respond well to compliments, which can smoothly steer the conversation in a new direction. And also, it feels if it feels appropriate, bring a neutral topic onto the table, like a shared interest. Did you catch that latest game? I'm not a sporting person, so I wouldn't be able to name a game, but did you see the latest exhibit at the Hirshhorn Museum? These are great ways how you can turn the conversation around and away into something else. And number five is be confident, but not 
confrontational. There's a fine line between standing your ground and being combative. Confidence can often silence critics, but it's generally not worth the energy to engage in a debate if someone is determined to make an issue of your choice. I have a resource here for you as well, and is episode 66, How to Boost Your Self-Confidence. And it was a pillar four of one of my courses that I think you would benefit from listening to. And finally, celebrate the wins. Did you successfully navigate the social situation without caving to pressure? That's a win. Acknowledge those victories, no matter how small they build up your resilience and confidence over time. So there are your five holiday tips to beat social pressure that you can apply today. There you have your five holiday fasting tips to beat social pressure. Stick with your fasting routine as best as you can and then go from there. And if you eat that piece of pie that your best friend made for you because it's your favorite pie, own it and move on. But remember, this journey is all about you and your health. You've chosen intermittent fasting as a path to better health that has something to be proud of. It's your commitment to your body and your goals. And when faced with social pressures, whether from family, friends, or colleagues, do the best you can and remember why you started this journey. And know this, you're not alone. I'm here with you every step of the way. You have my support and the support of our Pursue Your Spark community that understands those challenges and celebrates your successes with you. Together, we can stand strong and focus on what truly matters, our health and happiness. So as I always say, you've got this and I've got your back. Now, if this episode resonated with you, please email me at hikeitheikeaids.com and put episode 202 in the subject line and tell me why you're thankful that I published this episode or anything else that resonated with you. And lastly, make sure to apply for the Pursue Your Spark Blueprint if this is something that you would like to change in your health and fitness. Join me to transform your health and, and step into your most confident self. Apply for the Pursue Your Spark Blueprint today. And I will see you in the next episode of the Pursue Your Spark podcast. Until next time, ciao.